I'm Maria Schwartz along with Rachel Galligan and welcome to the Windsider show where it's all about the W. The Atlanta Dream. What's their roster situation and what situations are they facing this free agency period? Let's dive in. If you like our show, please consider joining our Patreon community, patreon.com backslash Winsider. For less than a cup of coffee a month, you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the W. And don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at Winsider.com. That's Winsider.com. Looking at tickets for the upcoming WNBA season? Look no further than TickPick. TickPick has a great variety of WNBA tickets, from the cheap seats to the front row, so you can see all the action. They have a money-back guarantee, so your money is secure. And obviously, there's no fees on WNBA tickets. Use the link www.tickpick.com backslash Winsider for all your upcoming ticket purchases. The Atlanta Dream, a super interesting team, not just because of all of the possibilities, but just in general. I mean, a new head coach, a new GM, a GM who, for lack of a better term, has has in of recent years, not only has he won executive of the year a few times, um, but Dan has also, you know, pieced together one of the most talented rosters of w, WNBA history when he was over at Las Vegas aces. So if I'm an Atlanta dream fan, I'm excited. Let's do what we've been doing. Hop in right away. Who's currently on contract with this team. They got five players. Um, and then from there, we'll talk about the cap space they have, what we can anticipate them doing, so on and so forth. They got Cheyenne Parker, Kennedy Carter, Aaron McDonald, Megan Walker, who they just got off waivers, and Jalen Agnew on a training camp contract with 970 open in cap space. I mean, they basically got a mill open in cap space. They're literally building a roster. Um, and this is where it gets interesting, right? Because... Going into this situation, as I'm sure every fan has thought about this, there's many ways to approach this, right? You can go for the big name signings. There's some big name free agents out there, right? Uh, I mean, look, Jewel Lloyd, uh, Brianna Stewart, Diana, Tr- not Diana Trossi, sorry, um, Asia Will, like I'm Liz Cambage. There's a tons of big name players. Now, realistically, a lot of the people I just listed are going back to the teams they've been on. But the point that I'm trying to make is, you know, Rachel, if you put on your GM cap, if I put on my GM cap and we're sitting here and we're going, how are we going to build this team out? There's kind of a few avenues of thought, right? There's make a big, big signing and then build the team around them. There's we like who we have. Let's build a team around them. And then there's, you know, this let's just get the right people. We realize that we don't need to win the championship this year. We need to have prolonged success and kind of grow year by year, step by step. And I it, personally, I think that's the smarter move to make because we've seen high highs and low lows with this Atlanta Dream Team over the years, right? When Nikki took over, they were the number two team seeded going into the playoffs. Um, you know, they lose to to Washington and there goes their playoffs. And then right after that, they're back in the, in the lottery. Um, so we've seen the highs and the lows. And obviously, you know, if you want to talk about highs, we can also go back to, the Angel McCautry days 
right? Where they, they went to multiple WNBA finals, were not able to get over the hump, often due to, you know, the Minnesota Lynx and other high-powered teams at the time. But, I mean, talk to me about the Atlanta Dream, Rachel. When you're looking at this roster, are you are you happy with the tools that they have currently, those those five players listed? I mean, how do you, how do you feel if you're Dan, if you're the GM, if you're Tanisha Wright, the head coach, um, looking at this roster, knowing where you guys stand? I mean, it's just wide open, obviously. Um, I think Megan Walker, I mean, that's a free look, you know? This 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 roster's wide open and, and, and the ability to bring in so many different players and types of players and, and, and personalities, you know, it's with Megan Walker getting waived and just being being able to pick her up off waivers, that's a free look. That's a no-brainer. And I, and I like that, you know. I, I, I think it's smart for Atlanta to have done that. Um, you know, in terms of what direction this goes, I, I, I agree with you on the, on the latter. I mean, this Atlanta dream team has been through a lot the last couple of years and particularly the past year. And I think, you know, free agency has to be approached with, okay, you know, we have our targets. These would be, these would be like, like a home run grand slam. We're probably one in a million chance of, of getting this person, but we got to at least try and have that conversation and just see where it goes, you know, and chances are, we're not going to be able to attract that tie, that caliber of talent to Atlanta in this situation right now. I, I would think, you know, well, and, if you, would, and if you get one of them to stick, you know, if you get, if you, if you can get someone to buy into this early rebuild, you know, then great. Amazing. But I don't think that that's super realistic at this point. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say totally. I mean, to look, if you've lived under a rock, you don't know what's been going on in Atlanta. Let, let's just do a quick preview of what happened, right? They went through three coaches from the start of, you know, training camp slash the off season until the season was over, right? Nikki left for Baylor. Um, uh, you know, what was it? Doug Peterson takes over. Um, then he has some healthy issues during the season, so he steps aside. Darius Taylor steps in. Um, so they went. They they've definitely been through the ringer, and, that, and that's not to mention, you know, there was all of the news of the off court stuff, whatever. So essentially, what I long-windedly am saying is I agree with you. This team needs to build into a place where they can attract free agents. We talk about this very often when it comes to the Las Vegas Aces, when it comes to um, the, the LA Sparks, when it comes to a variety of other teams that they have, because they've had prolonged success or because they have that market or because they have fresh blood in the ownership position, really investing money and or a new coach. Um, I think there's certain places where whenever we talk about it, Rachel, it's always, if I'm a free agent, that's a place I want to go. Right. And I don't think to be bluntly, I don't think the Atlanta dream are that right now. There's a lot of upside. There's a lot of positive, right? New ownership group, a former player, part of that ownership group, a new former player coach, one of the top GMs in the league taking over. But this is a very different situation than per se the Las Vegas Aces when and and I'm like we're talking free agency moves here. So I'm talking Dan Padover. Um very different situation from when he took over or what he took the reins of in Vegas, where you have that new ownership, you have that young star coming in that people really want to go to. This is a different situation where you need to build the culture around that to bring people there, right? Like you need to make it a hot commodity that wants people to go there. And sometimes that means that it's going to take a year 
because of how bad things were last year, it's going to take some time to kind of, you know, I, I, some people don't want to be the one to, you know, take the risk and get the big reward. Some people want to take the easy bet and get a nice reward, right? If that makes sense. So I think, you know, they need to do a job of building this to a place where fan or not fans, but where, uh, this is a hot commodity, a hot spot. You know, Atlanta's a big market. This they can yeah. really, really pull some people in. Yeah. I think the interesting is let's let's look at this roster. I mean, when you look at at Kennedy Carter and Ari McDonald, two young stars in this league, um, who are still on contract, you have to think when you're building this roster out that you need some more size at the guard position. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, Rachel? Like we we can't be now. Obviously, news came out recently, um, and I don't know how like set in stone this is that Odyssey Sims is likely not to return to the Atlanta dream, which is interesting only because of her size, mm-hmm. right? Like I know she, whatever her history with the team and Ari McDonald having, you know, a mentor, a mentor mentee situation going on there. I heard it's reported. Um, but just in, in the size situation, I mean, I look at this team, I go, okay, you have a, you have a good piece in a Cheyenne Parker. When's she coming back? We don't know. I expect from what I've heard, she's in good shape, but you know, you got to wait for the the doctor's approval and, and there's no time like typical timetable for that. Each person is different. Um, They have really, they have nice pieces. Like th- this isn't like a completely blank slate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's, I mean, it's just, it's just so few, you know, <laughs> I mean, you're yeah. kind of just like, all right, well, where do we go from here? And I think it, it you know, again, you, you, you aim for the fences with some of these, massive conversations and hope that maybe something can stick but but it's unlikely it's just unlikely at this point you know atlanta you has to prove... stewie? yeah yeah i'm sure they're gonna pull stewie from sue birds last year um <laughs> but you know you 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 try i mean because that's what this period of time is everyone's talking to everybody um to see what they have to offer but i think you need to bring in obviously some veteran presence some high character veteran presence that, 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 that's like a culture player, you know, like, like looking at the list of free agents, you know, look at like a Brienne January, you know, she has been phenomenal for Connecticut. It's going to be extremely hard for the, for the sun to sign her back just with the cap space situation. And I, for Atlanta, you know, you, you would be able to offer her a really good, good amount of money, you know, at this point of her career, which, which is impressive. And, you know, I just don't know if she would be interested in going to Atlanta. Um, but then, you know, just some other, other, players that might fit that mold right and so i think it needs to be a good balance you have some youth in kennedy carter Ari mcdonald uh megan walker you know who 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 will see you know how she performs in training camp and how that fit might work but you've got to bring in some veteran key pieces that understand you know the task at hand which is building atlanta up to a respected franchise i'm sorry if that sounds harsh but that's where we're at um, and, and, and making that be appealing to people one, two, three years down the road. Um, so it's, it's going to be a slow build, but like we all can agree, it can't be as bad as what it was last year or the year before my God. So, you know, I don't know who those people are. That's the question. You know, who are the people that you can get that Renee Montgomery, this ownership group, Dan Potiver can attract to buying into this roster now? I mean, the one thing they have on their hands is the fact that, um, just so few spots, you know? So people can look at this situation in Atlanta and in my mind, it's already better. It's already a place you want to want to be. I mean, look at, look at Dan Potiver. I mean, what he's, what he was able to do, the accolades he's got, this ownership group, they're, they are determined to do this the right way. 
And I think that's really impressive. And I, and honestly, a lot of players would, I mean, some, I'm not saying the top, 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 you know, high level, they're not going to attract Asia Wilson, Brenna Stewart at this time. I would be shocked, but people who, you know, could be at a different phase of their career, who've maybe already won, who want to be a part of something that's, you know, a complete rebuild. And you know what, who want to get paid (laughs) Atlanta is a good situation. So, you know, it's, it's, it's wide open, but it's not like you got to go hit grand slams in year one. It's just not going to happen. It's going to be a slow build and, and that's okay. That that's what everybody in this franchise signed up for. Oh yeah, totally. And, and I think it's, it's an interesting situation. I think the, the key questions, right. We, we've said, we've spoke about this. We agree on this. It comes down to, they need culture players. They need players because, and take this the right way, the wrong way or in between, like, you have two young guards, right? You need to shape these young players. And this is a situation of, you know, is Kennedy going or Ari going to be that superstar who wins them a championship? I don't know. They definitely have the potential to do that, if you ask me. Um, but I will say you need you need some vets to kind of show them the ropes. They, they're very successful college athletes. 100%, yeah. You're no longer the cock of the walk. You're no longer, you know, the big fish on campus. This is now a situation where you're going up against people who have been doing, I mean, honestly, people who have been playing professionally for as long as they've been playing basketball, period. Yeah. Yeah, And And that's not even like a crazy comment. Like this is a situation where they need people to set examples, people to show them how professionals do it. And that's not a knock against them. That's what every, you know, young player needs. Um, the questions in my mind are kind of, okay, what does Tanisha and Dan and the rest of this coaching staff slash front office staff, whatever you want to call it, feel on the players like a Tiffany Hayes, Elizabeth Williams, and Monique Billings, right? Mo Billings, restricted free agent. They they have the ability to match back. anywhere they go. Yeah, I would. I, I like the idea of bringing her back. 100%. Um, and, and I think you got to throw Candace Dupree in there because Candace Dupree is one of the most veteran players in this league. Now, tail end of her career, but she's one of the most professional players and, and literally went to Indiana when, it, when they were struggling and were trying to rebuild. And, it was, and, and that was her purpose was to be that steady force. Now, you know, obviously she's an unrestricted free agent. That's not set in stone. But like if I'm Atlanta, Candace Dupree is that type of character of player and person that can help mentor this team and, 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 and win the locker room and keep this team on track where it needs to be. That's just my opinion. No, I agree. I mean, I, like, look, if we look at who, who is on roster last year and who's currently uh, a free agent, right? Like we're looking at Mo Billings, Elizabeth Williams, Courtney Williams, Shakina Strickland, Odyssey Sims, Tiffany Hayes, Candace Dupree, Blake Diedrich and Crystal Bradford. Now I know the reports of Bradford and Courtney Williams, so I'm not going to include them in this because I do think that, you know, Crystal would be a type of player who I would want to bring back. If these statements were already made, if there weren't certain situations, she's the type of player who I'd like to bring back because she is, you know, she's a Shea Petty style player. And by that, I mean a, a, a journeyman, someone who has been through the ups and downs, who's a played shot. a long career. Yeah. yeah. And like knows what it takes to never give up and just keep hustling keep fighting to get that roster spot. She's the type of player. If I know that, you know, like, look, let, let's be blunt. I know this isn't the topic of the episode. We've talked about this before, probably, but if we haven't, I want to be on record saying this Courtney Williams and Crystal Bradford with that whole 
off-court altercation situation. I'm not going to speak to that. What I'm going to speak to is the the fallout from that of Atlanta saying we're not bringing either of them back. I don't think that was like the biggest news ever considering they're unrestricted free agents, right? So like that's like them saying we're not bringing Brianna Stewart to the team. Right. Realistically, <laughs> like what does it fit? Was it going to happen? Fine, whatever. My point is more so um that for me the, my feeling of sadness and, and and my feelings go out for Crystal Bradford, right? Courtney Williams is an all-star. Courtney Williams has established herself. She was getting bank last year uh, for the Atlanta dream. When she moved from going to the finals with Connecticut to the Atlanta dream, um, you know, there was obviously some thoughts of her being one of the stars of this team. It didn't pan out properly, obviously, because we're here now, but talking about Crystal Bradford, she's the one, right? Like, Teams are more willing to overlook off-court stuff if they feel you can give them more on-court, right? And because Crystal Bradford doesn't have as much eyes on her, doesn't have as much game tape, and doesn't have that all-star background currently yet in the W, I think she could be, um, I feel like she's the one who's going to be most impacted by that. And I hope we see her in the league again because, you know, from the days of watching her in Israel – playing in the Israeli league, I remember watching and saying this player needs to be in the W Um, from then seeing her get a roster spot in Atlanta and the way she played. And obviously yeah, I'm biased. We had her on the podcast, you know, she was a great interview. You should check out that episode. Shameless plug. Um, (laughs) But like, she's a player who I would like to see have a shot, a shot in this league. Back to what I'm saying. Honestly, you look at this roster and Candace Dupree and Mo Billings are the ones that I would consider bringing back, you know, like, Tiffany Hayes, great, plays that type of, of 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 ball that you would like, whatever. But like at the end of the day, I think it's kind of it's gotten stale having her in, in Atlanta. Similar with Elizabeth Williams, a good player. Personally, not my style of play with Elizabeth Williams. Um, but I think this is one of those situations where like, is there anybody else if you look at that? Blake Diedrich, Candace Dupree, Odyssey Sims, Shakina Strickland. Um, that you're thinking that this team should bring back. Because for me, it's like Candice Dupree, you bring her back, you know, for a single season, maybe two, just so she can be that vet presence. Monique Billings can learn and has that energy and you can match anything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody else, you kind of got to move on from. I mean, potentially Elizabeth Williams. I'm a big Elizabeth Williams fan. Um, I mean, Shakina Strickland at this point of her career, I think you, you've got to question how much longer does she go. But my God, is she just, I mean, pure specialist so if you've got the room um maybe assigned to a vet minimum but my thing is rachel she just couldn't hit water falling off a boat sure 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 sure. yeah i mean if you can't do what you're brought in to do then yeah i mean that's gonna hit your case hurt your case but (laughs) yeah i mean you know they've got to go away from some of these you can't bring you know you, you can't just get rid of or not bring back bradford and Courtney Williams and think that that's just going to make this team better. You know, you've got to shake it up. You've got to go away from two, three, four of these people, bring in some new, new talent, new, new, new pieces that kind of help build that culture. Um, You know, we, we talked about looking at some of those unrestricted free agents. Who are those people? You know, for me, we talked about it yesterday. It came out um, that diamonds unlikely to return to Chicago, um, which isn't a big surprise, but, my mind immediately went to, okay, wait a minute. Diamonds from Atlanta. And I think a lot of people on Twitter were like, yeah, I was going to say, Rachel, don't, don't just say you, like if you search diamond of shields or Atlanta dream yesterday on Twitter, before you broke that news hat tip to you for breaking that news. It was very clear. A lot of people, 
you know, we're kind of connecting the dots and saying, oh, could that be happening? Which could that be happening? The which things- is completely reasonable. I did too. I'm thinking, okay, it, it, she, and it came out that, okay, we've got three teams I'm seriously in discussion with. I'm like, wow, this is, this is progress. She's really not returning. In my mind, have followed Diamond since high school. She's from Atlanta. Okay, l- l- let me let me see what's going on. You know, this is interesting here, and yeah, very interesting. I mean, I, I on one hand I'm surprised, on the other hand I'm not um, about that being a fit, which is totally fine. But you know, again, I'm just I know you have more comments about that, but just going down the line and looking at some of these um, unrestricted free agents that could be a fit. You know, you would love to see like obviously the, the Jewel Lloyd is going to be, you know, pursued by every, by everybody that the Jewel Lloyd idea with her being cored. I think it's really likely that she returns to Seattle. I'm not breaking news there. I'm just, that's just my anticipation. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I'm going through the line trying to think of some, some of who these names might be um, and who fits, who fits what they're building. It's going to be really interesting because I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think for me, the first one is like a Brienne January, a Stephanie Dolson, um, those are the two that stand out to me the most. If you can get them to agree and attract them there and sign them for big money. No, I, I'm not against any of that. I would also say a player who I have in mind, and maybe this is just because you know years ago there was the whole you know matching of restricted of uh, of initial offers from Atlanta for um, blanking on her name right now. It's right in front of me, a student um Paul. Sorry, uh, and. So that's a player that I would let, I, I could see them giving, you know, a little ticket to thinking about that a little bit for me, mostly like, I think you need to bring in one vet big, or sorry, one vet guard to try and, you know, educate and help the youngers. And then the wings, I think a, a, a wing is a position where obviously there's going to be the talks of Angel McCautry. Is she coming back, you know, to end her career there? Personally, I'm still sold on the, the Angel to Minnesota idea. It, the the longer that simmered in my mind, the more it kind of took picked up steam. Um, I think when it comes to wings, you can have a little bit more delay of growth in them, right? Like we expect bigs to come in and get your rebounds and get your easy layups. We expect guards to be able to facilitate the ball and whatnot. I feel like if there's one position we truly need to give time for growth, it's in the wing position. And I think that's where they kind of need to look. And and they made the move, you know, getting a Megan Walker. Um, So I like that. And I like those types of moves. I, I agree with you. I think, you know, for on the flip side, and this isn't uh, an Atlanta dream discussion, but like just diamond in general, like you talk about how things have changed for diamond. And, and from what I've heard, she's not looking for a big paycheck. She's looking for a team. And so when I look at all these things, it's I think, th- yeah, it's about fit. And it's about a place that's going to give her confidence and say, this is what your role is. And we're committed to it for a long time. Now th- that's not a knock to, you know, Chicago, but you look at the storyline of Chicago. It was diamond had the keys. It was looking up. There were some injuries. There were some issues. And then the, you know, cog, Clea Copper gets her shot. She succeeds. And then they bring in Candace Parker. And at that point, this is a completely different team than what was expected for that. So it's one of those situations where, where I agree. I think, you know, moving on from Chicago is probably the best for her and her career for her own personal growth. Not the best for Chicago, probably, um, but probably the best for her. Is there any other players who kind of stick out on this team? And I, and I realize we're going long, basically saying there's a variety of options. Anything could happen. Um, is there anybody else who kind of sticks out in your mind that might be a good fit 
uh, might be a good option for them, um, you know, to to see success. I mean, I think if if you're looking at some of these lists, I mean, I, a player like Sophie Cunningham, <laughs> you know, is interesting. Um, you know, for, we've talked about her edge edge on different shows. Um, man, from the guard perspective, you know, obviously, I don't know if you could pull a player like this and 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 this phase of their career, but you know, the Vander Quiggs, um, God, there's a lot of people on here. A Jordan Canada, just, um, Jordan Canada. I like, I think the Vander Quiggs is more probably a unrealistic. At, yeah. It's also like a home run hit. Yeah. And like Sophie Cunningham, I agree. Every team can use that edge, but I think for the Atlanta dream, that's an edge that they would want a few years down the road. Like sure, they're not looking for that. Edge not looking yet. to bring that in right away. I, I have to throw this name in only because we've mentioned it in almost every episode <laughs> um, doing this and people have started to notice. So I feel like it would be ridiculous, especially because I think it would be a good fit. Um, but am Aisha Hines Allen? Well, I was right? just going like, to say Hines Allen. <laughs> I mean, she's got to be getting calls from 100%, 100%. Um, yeah, that's going to be a big one. You know, it's interesting. It, it, it doesn't feel as wide open as it has. You know, Liz Cambage, I just, we know Liz is going to end up in a big market, but do you take that on right now? Talking about all the things that we're going to talk on, can she fit into that culture? You know, yeah. I, I think that that's tough. Um, Ooh, a Shatori Walker. Shatori Walker, I like that. I mean, questions that's about a- Tina Charles. Where does Tina Charles end up? She's, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if she wants a ring, she definitely ain't going to Atlanta. Yep. Not short term. Well, we'll we'll leave we'll leave those pieces just to uh, We're simmer just in your out mind. Names, man. I, yeah. I, I no, just cause... don't. Yeah, I just don't know if this is the the year to get like a big big name. I just don't. You're gonna have to get just solid pieces that want to work hard, that play hard together, that have some leadership, and are buying into the process. And I'll add to that to to close out the episode, and I'll give you last chance for a rebuttal. I would just say that not a rebuttal, but final response. But. This team, if they're smart, what we've seen in recent years, especially with the new CBA, is teams kind of screw themselves into a corner because they sign these good players, not great players, to contracts that are going to take up so much of their cap. They're going to be in a situation where they're just not able to make moves next year and the year after. They need to be making, they need to be playing chess, not checkers. I'll put it that way. Any final thoughts on the Atlanta Dream, Rachel? No, I think that it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to take patience. Um, and I'm excited to see what this new ownership, um, new, new group can do building this team. Um, this is, this is the rebuild of the WNBA right now. Um, and I, I'm excited to see them take this as seriously as they are and where it can be, you know, three years from now. I agree. Well, that's all from us. We'll be back with more episodes, but this is our final salary cap slash free agency breakdown situations. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. You want to sponsor an episode of the Winsider Show? Email us info at winsider.com.